Dave, we're very excited. We have a super fan joining us yes. on, on, on today's podcast. Rumblings from the Big Bush, Corporate Radio Still Sucks. Yes. Podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I will make sure we're on the same podcast. I do so many. Oh, I understand. Yes. You have that Car Talk one. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I also do true, true Crime one. <laughs> Those are popular. Mm-hmm, that's wow. right. You're always on top of the trends. Uh, but today we have joining us Mr. Mark Griffin, who grew up and, and was able to tune in to 97X. He was within 10 feet of the station, so he was able to tune it in crystal clear. And um, he, he's uh, we, the way I discovered him is he wrote a couple blog posts a few yeah. years ago about how much 97X meant to him. So I figured, hey, I'll shoot this guy an email. And I said, hey... Sorry to bother you. I used to work at 97X, and Dave and I do this podcast. He's like, oh, you don't have to tell me. I'm one of your 12 listeners. All right. Hey, we're up to 34 now. Thanks to you, Mark, and your congratulations. Mark, thanks so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for inviting me. My first question is, since you listened to the station, you lived on College Corner Pike? Is that how you got the station? Because you lived in, you know, like, (laughs) next door to the Ponderosa? Did you live in the attic there? Did you... Live in the storage unit? Nope. I grew up in Wyoming, Ohio, which is a northern uh, suburb of Cincinnati, essentially. And no, I had to do the uh, the tacking, of the antenna, you know, the little kind of plastic coated antenna that came with my stereo that I bought from um, from service merchandise in Tri-County. Uh, had to tack up the antenna to the wall in just a certain way uh in order to pick up the signal at home shout out to service merchandise that's a throwback i love wow, it wow that is fantastic you know I, dave we should try to get them as a sponsor oh, that'd be fantastic <laughs> except they've been out of business for a couple decades yeah i think so so uh, but how did you know to tack up the the antenna you know how did, how did it for 97x first come into your consciousness did a friend tell you about hey there's a station playing cool music yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it must have been somebody at school, or as as I mentioned in my blog post, the re- reason that 97X was so important to me was that I, I didn't have cable TV and I didn't have an older sibling to expose me to new music. So yeah, I, I must have found out from somebody else at school or from one of those, um, one of my friends older brothers because that's where a lot of the taste in music trickled down from so as soon as i found out about 97x uh i started trying to play it as often as i could in the art room at my high school uh the junior and senior years of my high school i spent a lot of time at least all of my leisure time during the school day in the art room and I got to be kind of dictatorial about keeping 97X on the stereo to the extent that other people got annoyed with it and insisted on switching over to Q102 every now and again or playing the Eagles' greatest hits. <laughs> I love it. So you were like the mob boss of the art room at Wyoming High School. I tried to be. A quick question. How do you get to your blog? Sure. It's just my name. It's markfgriffin.com. Can you... Kind of try to explain what 97X meant to you. Oh my gosh. It it opened up the world to me. You know, in 97X was, it, it was like a signal from an alien world. It was something so unheard on any other terrestrial airwave. Uh, 
that it just blew my mind and the constant um the constant uh how do i want to put it um the variety yeah the the enormous variety of what was being played on the station at the time was also mind-blowing and i would sit there with you know a, a little piece of paper um writing in my tiniest handwriting and listening to the station and every time i heard something that piqued my interest i wrote it down and i i filled up every you know last little bit of that paper both sides um thinking that if i didn't uh, i think I, I came by this by way of experience if i didn't make note of that song that i heard that was really cool i might never hear it again because that's what 97x did they didn't necessarily put things into heavy rotation they just seemed to play whatever they wanted and there was no guarantee that you were ever going to hear that enormously cool song again so you really had to pay attention now how long did you listen uh to 97x did you you hop onto it when they went digital only uh i i did yeah certainly that period in the mid 80s when i first discovered it was my boy that was my most intense listening mm -hmm. period because like i said i was about 15 and i think that that's uh that's how you are yeah when you're 15 uh you're just a sponge and and you're so receptive uh to soaking up all of these influences and i, I probably never in my life have i bought as much music as i did at that point it felt at the time like i bought everything played on 97x and yeah i kept listening to the station uh all the way through the end yeah I, actually in his blog post he said the loss of wxy was like a death its legacy still looms large for former fans and staff who feel like family due to years spent socializing on the station's message boards and that's something that i know like the community of listeners not as big as a q102 or something like that but very connected to the station more powerfully and also to each other. Like there was a community there and the message boards helped bring that to life in a different sort of way. Absolutely. And that was my second most intense period with the station. I mean, I certainly listened through all the intervening years, but uh, the day after the terrestrial station went off the air, that's when I discovered and joined the message boards on the website because I had never visited the uh, the website prior to yeah. that. I guess I just didn't really have occasion to. Um, but it was that that d day after the terrestrial station went dark that I was sitting in my cubicle at work, crying, <laughs> and one of my coworkers uh, heard me quietly sobbing and came over to see what was wrong. And I had to explain to her that my favorite radio station went off the air, uh, which is, it feels, you know, in the moment, like a, a silly thing to try to explain, but it genuinely was like a death. It was mm -hmm. that, uh, heart wrenching. Uh, so that was the moment that I got onto the message boards so that I could find some like-minded people to commiserate with and that opened up a whole new avenue of interaction with the station and with the fans uh, that lasts to this day. I mean, I have so many friends now, uh, back in Cincinnati especially, who I met through 
the message boards. And that was one of the incredible things about the community there was it wasn't just an online community. They were all too happy to get together in public. And uh, I remember the first time that I met them because they were having a, uh, a board bash, as they were called, in Cincinnati. And I actually drove out there and couldn't bring myself to park the car and get out and go meet everybody and went back home because I was too scared because the, uh, the community on the message board was already so close knit by the Mm -hmm. time that I joined, uh, that it felt like it would be too difficult to wedge my way into, uh, because I, I, guess I'm just not that gregarious a person. So it, it took a while of being on the message boards uh, before I was willing to show up at the next board bash and meet everybody. And I'm so glad that I did. So they were inviting. They didn't outcast you or cast you aside? Oh, no, no, of course not. No, Every, everybody was so welcoming and so kind. And it's such a diverse group of people, uh, just incredibly funny and warm and giving and yeah i've made lifelong friendships on the board i've i've traveled uh, part way around the world with people from the board and and met people from the board around the world um so it's yeah it's been a really rewarding relationship now back in the past when it was a terrestrial station did you ever win anything on air Oh, yeah, I did. Back in my most intense listening period there in the mid 80s, uh, I was trying to be caller number 12 or whatever, a a lot. Uh, So yeah, I, I won a digital watch. I won a pair of tickets to see Tears for Fears at uh, Timberwolf. Yes, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I won some records. Um, there may have been other stuff in there. And of course, like I said, at the time I was in the ballpark of 15 or 16 years old, living great many miles away from Oxford. And I had no way to get up to the station to pick up my winnings, but I still kept calling anyway. So I, I had to eventually bum rides up to the station. And, uh, yeah, I still actually remember one of those visits where I knocked on the door and, um, and I think the station was maybe a little shorthanded that day. And the person who was there but may have even been on air at the time and might have uh, taken a break to to greet me and wasn't aware of whatever it is that I had won, didn't know where the prize was, and uh, kind of had to sheepishly try to hand me uh, some, some records as a consolation prize and say, I'm really sorry. I don't think I can help you right now, but please take these and come back another day and we'll find whatever it is that you're due. Well, at least you got something for your ride up there. Yeah, but you know I, what that means, though, Mark and Dave? That means some part-time DJ at, at 97X is wearing your digital watch. He stole it from you. <laughs> and went to the Tears for Fears show and got to meet him backstage and had dinner. Yeah, In that fact, actually the, wound up joining the band. Perfect. You could have been a member of Tears for Fears. A roadie. <laughs> So what I could have was been the next Kirk? So so you started tuning in a, as a youngster, and then you were ruling the art room with an iron fist and saying ninety-seven X or nothing. Leave leave my building if you want to listen to anything else. But what was? Do you remember the, one of the first concerts you went to? 
of 97X bands? Oh, well, I think it was probably definitely that Tears for Fears show, uh, which was a memorable show. I can still uh, recall Roland Orzabal's uh, guitar clearly because I was a guitar player at the time. And I later uh, stripped down and refinished my electric guitar to try to look more like his in that concert. Um, and yes, once I kind of was able to get into clubs <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the late 80s, as I got a little bit older, I was at Bogart's uh, two and three nights a week for what seemed like years. I saw, I can't even tell you who I saw. I saw a lot of uh, Michelle Shocked and Poi Dog Pondering. And yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do justice to the list of artists. So I'd have to look through my collection of uh, concerts, ticket stubs. I apologize that you spent three days a week for years at Bogart's. I apologize for that part of it. Yeah, uh, thank you. Besides sure you that, I'm glad pain. you came to the show. Use the restroom before you go to Bogart's yeah. and then just hold it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to ride the bus. Oh, down wow. There. Wow. Okay. No, but I mean, that, and the thing is, like most of the bands that 97X played would would play the Bogarts or the smaller club circuit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we were probably in the audience right alongside you yeah. at, at a lot of those shows. Yeah, I bet you were. And there were certainly the moments at the station, like I still remember when uh, Mojo Nixon and Skid Roper mm -hmm. had a concert in town and they stopped by 97X because obviously uh, Mojo has a history with Miami University. And... Um, so yeah, I remember when they stopped by the station and I actually was able to pop a cassette in the recorder and record them, uh, you know, just wisecracking. And uh, they improvised a song about Kennesaw Mountain Landis uh, since, of course, he's he's what, from Millville? Yeah, yes, Millville. Right? Millville. And they have a, a plaque along the road as you drive right. from Cincinnati to which, Oxford. Which I, I feel confident that, you know, they saw that plaque as they were heading into town and decided to riff on that once they got to the station. And I probably didn't actually see their show that night because I was too young to get into clubs. But again, 97X uh, was my, that was my window into that world until the point where I was old enough to get into shows. A different kind of rock and roll. WOXY in Oxford, Ohio is the number one station in this here town. The future of rock and roll, 97X. I felt so lucky to discover the station in that period. You know, and as I see through the years, um, people will complain about um, music from the 80s or the production sound from the 80s or whatever. If it's the 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 drums with the giant the gated, drums, gated yeah. snares or the or you know it's the hairspray or whatever it is, somebody's always got something. Um, demeaning to say about <laughs> the 1980s music scene, and and my opinion has always been no, no, it wasn't like that. You just weren't listening to the right thing. And um, in order to kind of try to make that point, I embarked on a, a series of mixtapes that I made and put up on Mixcloud, um, trying to demonstrate here's what. 97x sounded like to me at that point kind of 84 85 and um you know i had my own memories to draw on and thanks to uh craig froll's website and he's got all of the the scans of the you know 97 best of lists from the various years um 
and modern rock 500 lists and stuff like that. I I was able to, you know, get those documents from his website and kind of refresh my memory as to as to the stuff that the listeners uh, most wanted to hear, um, the top hits, and then you know my own memory had other stuff that wasn't on that list, and so I I thought you know what I'm going to sit down and make like three three hour long mixes and try to do as much of this stuff as I can. And uh, I, I bookended the mixes. The very first one starts with a song about radio, Fishbones, uh, Modern Industry. And the, the third mix ends with a song about radio, Universal Radio by Nina Hagen. That was my own little joke. I don't know if anybody ever noticed it. And, and so like between Craig and me, and then going off and doing some research, I uh, yeah finished those like nine hours worth of of mixes, which that's a heck of a lot of music. And then and that took me I don't know how how long. Uh, and after I had done after I had finished uploading the third mix, I realized there was a song that I forgot. Uh, there were probably many songs that I forgot. I, I realized that I oh shoot I didn't. Um, I didn't include Zeitgeist's Translate Slowly. How stupid of me. And after I thought of that, that thought just keep, kept snowballing, and I realized, wait a minute, I also didn't include whatever. Um, and before I knew it, I came to the realization that there was an immense amount of stuff that I remembered hearing, but that I had forgotten to include on those mixes, I think maybe because I was... I was relying too much on the uh, 97S best of list that the station generated uh, in 85. And I thought, wait a minute, there's all of this other stuff that I heard back then that wasn't on that list. And there's stuff that is even buried in my record collection because I, it felt in 85 that like I bought everything that came out that year. I mean, and that's in my memory, that's how it felt. And then once I started doing this research, I realized, no, I, there's a whole lot of stuff that they played that I didn't buy. There's all kinds of stuff that I'd forgotten about, or maybe it just didn't appeal to me quite as much as other songs. Um, but yeah, I went scouring through my own uh, LP and EP collection and found all of this other stuff that didn't make the 97 best of cut is stuff that i've i've still never heard anywhere else i heard it played on 97x back then and then it just disappeared from the face of the planet seemingly and so some of that stuff i had to digitize on my own and then i ended up making two more mixes so in the end i don't i can't even remember how much music i ended up with something like 14 hours worth of music you know, <laughs> nonstop, just an astonishing variety. And even after I was done with that 14 hours, I remembered another song that I forgot <laughs> to include. Uh, but there's you, nothing I could do about that one now. Well, it was certainly, uh, you know, labor of love. And it's clear from talking to you, Mark, that, you know, you know like your passion for the station uh, comes through loud and clear. And if folks want to listen to those 14 hours worth of mixes that you've created, it's Mark <laughs> F. Griffin. And then there's a link right up top for the mixes, which is, Certainly, there's a lot of, you know, our, our handful of listeners, but folks that really connected with that time, that era, 
and would love and it conjures up uh, the, the music conjures up such fond memories so we appreciate that and we appreciate uh, you sharing it with the world I'm glad you, you didn't just keep it to yourself and, and put it out there and your website is fantastic if folks want to see that article from 85 listen to some mixes it's, it's great stuff it's my pleasure I'd, I would have done them whether anybody listened or not a labor of love that's, that's the, the station in a nutshell indeed 97X future of rock and roll 14 hours of mixtapes how many riverboat cruises would that have been <laughs> i could have used that back in the day that's uh that's incredible but then i think it speaks to the dedication uh that the people have for the station what it meant to them um and it's great i hopefully there's other people out there that have the same spirit same passion that that mark does and and if like i said if you can get a hold of us so we'll uh put some of your stuff up on the website or you know we'll talk to you about it on the podcast yeah uh it'd be kind of good but but right now we do need to get into his 14 hours so here's mark griffin's 14 hour long six pack here at 97x 97x 